0: Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now, with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome, and today we're going to talk to Joel Lyons, Rising, the founder and chief empathy officer of Data Gives Back, and a big supporter of Season Center. So, welcome, Joe.
1: Thanks, Peter. Really happy to be on the show today.
0: Okay, so tell me about your academic background. Where did you go to school?
1: So, I did my, my post-secondary undergrad degree at Wilfrid Laurier University down in Waterloo. Uh, attended there. It's funny how far back it is now, in the late 90s. And I majored in economics. And I did a minor in, uh, in finance.
0: Okay, so talk about your work experience.
1: So my, my work experience, is kind of an interesting path. Uh, I, had, I had started a business with two other partners in my fourth year of university. Uh, we were doing internet software uh, sales and marketing in the Waterloo area. And eventually we went into an, an event space. Uh, about, after about three years, uh, the business wasn't really, uh, going, uh, the direction that we wanted to. So I decided to make a pretty big change and I moved into the career field that I've now been in for 17 years. And this is really exciting area of data analytics, consumer and shopper insights in the consumer packaged goods industry in Canada. And this whole area of data analytics, working with sales data, consumer information, t- trends, insights, it all comes under this umbrella called category management.
0: Okay. How and did so you come up with the name for the business?
1: Yeah. So, Data Gives Back. Um, so, I, I launched Data Gives Back in um, 2020 uh, when I quit my director of, of Insights role, uh, a major uh, CPG food manufacturer. And it was all about how can we you know be a social enterprise and give back to the community uh, with everything we do every day. So again, my career has been in data and what we were going to be doing is supporting uh, our clients, whether through coaching or consulting, with data. So we thought that data itself is able to give back so that's kind of where the name is
0: well giving back is putting it mildly when you say 25 percent of your revenue not your profit your revenue yes donated to an organization called season center so tell us about season center
1: so um so season center for grieving children it's based in uh barry ontario and supports the greater Simcoe county uh, area and and now even beyond we moved into uh you know virtual peer-to-peer and group uh, support but it's a unique organization that supports children teens young adults as well as some of the family members in dealing with grief and the grieving journey and they have a really unique way of supporting them in a, a group, um, what they call peer-to-peer uh, training, I'm sorry, not training, but um, a therapy and working alongside other children in a similar age cohort uh, that have lost a parent, a brother, um, maybe a, a really close grandparent.
0: So, Joe, why did you pick this one?
1: So Season Center to me was a charity that my wife and I had been involved with for a couple of years before we launched Data Gives Back. Uh, We'd helped out a little bit in terms of fundraising, sponsorships, and events. Um, But really, this has a a very personal uh, connection for me. I'm originally from the Barrie area, and growing up in Barrie in the 80s, Unfortunately, I, I lost both my biological parents at uh, ages six and 10. And so I can relate and have a tremendous amount of, of empathy for what these children uh, and teens, young adults are going through. Uh, so for me, it was a real no brainer when we thought about what charitable organization to support with data gives back. And that's why they are our, um, our main benefactor and supporting them financially and also through volunteer work.
0: And I guess that's why you have a hyphenated name. Is that correct?
1: It is. Good catch on that one. Yes, it is. Um so yes, Lyons is my um, birth name, birth, you know last name, my biological father, and then my my stepdad uh, adopted me and my sister uh, when I was ten. and that's where the rising comes from. So, put together, that's where you get this unique name, Lions Rising. Excellent.
0: Okay, so this organization that you started, it's been around a couple years now. Three years from today, what's it going to look like?
1: Well, uh, we do have some, you know, increased, I would say, goals year in, year out. Uh, Every year, we're trying to support more and more children. Uh, So the one thing I'd say is that, you know, we're going to be helping more children than we are today. Every year we look to increase the number of children and the costs associated with one year of support at Season Center. So we'll be helping more children um, than today. We're working towards uh, becoming a B Corp. Um, That's a big goal, a lofty goal. It's a lot of hard work is something that I, I am really interested in and we'll be working with more, um, corporate clients and I would say corporate clients with big hearts. Uh, I've been really fortunate to work with so many amazing, small, medium, multinational clients. And the one thing that's really in common is, uh, their passion for working with organizations that want to do good in the community while also helping their own employees.
0: Well data gives back is this an organization to build and sell or what what's your plan going forward? I haven't
1: thought that far to be honest um, into the into the future. I don't have a hard exit strategy that some uh, some founders do and um, I would say it's you know it's we're really only eighteen months um, on the books now with the business so I mean, down the road, who knows? That that could be an option, and it could be one of our daughters, or it could be a, another um, another owner that's interested. But um, either way, we're we're going to continue to build this. And the other piece that's pretty exciting news is that my my wife left a, a decade long career in politics, and she's joining me as partner and VP of Public Relations uh, this coming September.
0: So who's gonna be in charge of the business?
1: It will be equal. We'll be working together equally. And uh, just as we are partners in life, uh, we'll be partners in, in business working together. Well, you may
0: need a mediator, so. Okay, so how old are your kids, Joe? They are 15 and six. Okay. All right. So having said all this, let's get back to Data Gives Back and give me a breakdown of the services that you're offering.
1: So we offer two different types of services, primarily for uh, organizations, for corporate organizations, but we do work with some individual professionals. In the one area, we do insights, coaching, and training uh, that goes through all the specialized areas of category management, data analytics, um, but also some of the more general uh, technical skills like Excel, PowerPoint, soft skills, uh, like communication and presenting with confidence. And then on the other side, I mean, I've been working as a, a data analyst, manager, and director for so long that I continue to have a passion for doing project work. So I work as an uh, an analytic consultant uh, for for different um, consumer packaged goods, uh, vendors, retailers, uh, as well as some uh, marketing agencies.
0: So for those listening in Canada, we just went through a catastrophe with a a communications giant called Rogers. Did that impact your work at all? The
1: timing was a little bit ironic because it was a Friday and I was actually sick. My to hear still a little bit. I've been working through a bit of a non-COVID flu. So I was, I had already planned to be off um, on the Friday. And so I would say, and I, I, unfortunately I didn't have any meetings that day. If it was a day, if it was a day that, I was heavily scheduled with a training call and yes, it would have really impacted my business. I would have had to reschedule my call. The one thing I would say that I'm very fortunate about is the clients I work with, um, they're just extremely caring and patient. And, you know, we've had storms in the past, uh, where our our internet's been knocked out here in Stouffville and we've figured out solutions or we've rescheduled things. So, One day, not too bad. If it was a week, yes, I would be uh, probably singing a different tune.
0: Well, it's interesting. In the community that I live in, there's a lot of seniors who are single. And many of them were connected to Rogers and didn't have a backup system, even for 911, which is pretty scary. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, having said that your data was stored i assume in the cloud so it was not a problem
1: yeah there's there's no no security breaches and yeah everything's backed up and uh, secured on different cloud-based portals excellent
0: okay so are you working to build a team at all joe well it's it's interesting the way that
1: Business has evolved, especially since when I first started my business over 20 years ago, to where started data Gives back now. Um, really, I've embraced and been very fortunate to have really an, an amazing set of specialists that work with me as consultants themselves. And really, it goes back to this new gig economy. Just like I work as a as a consultant. Or even as a, as a coach and trainer by project or by need, um, I have a team that is more of like a virtual support team. And that includes members uh, within Canada and in other countries. So I, I view that that's the vision uh, for the business. And in terms of when I look at, say, building a team, it's bringing in different specialists at different times, some will be ongoing and some will be per project.
0: So Joe, you must lean on somebody for mentoring support or a board of directors, because you are an incorporated company. How does that work?
1: Well, I've been extremely fortunate to work with a a great business coach. Uh, His name is Rob Gilbert, and He's really been my um uh, my strategic guru uh, go to from from that standpoint, and been working with him now for almost almost two years and he's really kind of sits there as now as like a unofficial i guess board member. We don't have a board uh, today, and then the other strategic uh, pieces come into. Really, soundboarding uh, with my wife uh, now, partner, and then um, just the workers. You know the the different support pieces that I have, the specialists. But I don't have a board, uh, as you were you were alluding to.
0: Okay, well, I may have mentioned this before, but I'm really a, a big advocate of setting up a volunteer advisory board, and the benefit of doing that, Joe, is. You don't have to get insurance to uh, support them. And you could have a a monthly meeting to talk about a problem or an opportunity, kind of like a round table. And you could have one, two, or three of those. And uh, it provides an opportunity for them to go out and promote you and provide you with sales, leads, and referrals. And for them, it's the benefit of learning and giving back to their community in terms of what they're doing. Just something to consider in the in the near future.
1: Yeah, I remember us uh, speaking with this before and I, I do really like that idea. I think especially for a social enterprise like mine, I have had the benefit of being parts of I would say like specific events for other uh, socially conscious uh, business professionals, and I've received feedback uh, along the way. But I think that idea of having that volunteer board to support, uh, being that sounding board uh, and strategic, strategic um, go-to at times uh, sounds really appealing. So thanks, thank you again for reminding me about this idea.
0: Well, the reason I mentioned it is on our website, Community Innovation Hub. We have a list of our 15 advisors and we give them the name, the link, and it's kind of like a free ad for them, but they give back to us as well through these Board of Advisors meeting and we run, just run them for half an hour, but only one topic and and then uh, I'll record the meeting minutes of the meeting, send it out in case they have any additional ideas. So it's it's kind of a win-win for both parties and uh, something to consider going forward.
1: No, I think it's a, a really great idea, and um, I'll be following up with you with more questions on this, definitely.
0: Okay. Well, I know you're on a tight time frame. So tell me a little bit about your customers. Who, who are your customers? And a couple of success stories. Sure.
1: Uh, so like I was mentioning earlier, majority of my clients um, are businesses in the consumer packaged goods area. And again, the consumer packaged goods space is really defined by the items you would find in a grocery store or a drugstore or maybe a Costco, um, the companies that make those products, those many of those are uh, are my clients. Um, so Summer Fresh Salads is an example of a client of mine that I, I've done some analytic consulting for, and they make you know delicious hummus and dips, salad dressings, and so I've worked with them on a few uh, different presentations where I'd go in and present at their annual and biannual uh, sales conferences. And something I look at as a real success story is that, you know, from their their owner and, and through the company, um, incredibly supportive of my mission to give back through Season Center. And when we were reaching out for sponsors for the Season Center um, gala in April, uh, they joined us as as one of the top sponsors. So I was pleasantly surprised to see one of my my corporate CPG clients based in the greater Toronto area, I uh, really get behind this cause.
0: Okay. I assume that you're on the board of directors of Season Center.
1: I am not. And we wow. actually, we did that for a reason, um, so there is an amazing board of directors. And so I was actually asked to um, partake in a unique role that was, to be honest, created, uh, created for me when I, when I kind of came on and started working with the seasons. And that is the role of executive grief ambassador. And this role sounded perfect for me because this role is all about creating awareness for the center It's going out into the community, either with corporations, doing Instagram Lives, and sharing my story, sharing the story of my 30-year-plus grief journey and the really the impact that Season Center could have had on my family, uh, but Season Center wasn't created for 10 years afterwards. Uh, The other thing is that I've also been joined now uh, by one of my other – good friends and, and uh, social entrepreneur as another executive grief ambassador. So her and I, um, Nina Purewell, we work together as a team. And so, yeah, it's unique. You're right. You're right. Like you might think it makes sense to me on the board, be on the board of directors, but to be honest, I really like being, um, in this unique volunteer ambassador role and being able to spread the word, uh, throughout, you know, the, greater Toronto area through Canada about season center and being able to be creative and how we can raise awareness and and raise financial support for the center.
0: Okay. Let's jump back to data gives back right now. You're operating out of one location. Have you thought of adding locations in say Vancouver, and Ottawa?
1: Not really. I mean, I think the, the unique thing of setting up a business during this global pandemic is that i tried to make it really pandemic proof and fully remote meaning that i don't ever envision there being an office like i, I work from my home office uh, set up in my basement everyone else that i work with works remotely and that's the business model that we've created so if there's another you know, unfortunately, pandemic in a, a few years, and we were all in lockdown again, it really wouldn't impact our day-to-day operations. So what that means is that I don't necessarily see the need, uh, at this time anyways, uh, for another location, physical location, but it could be a specialist that's based at West that could be part of the the virtual team.
0: Yeah, I was thinking more along those lines. Mm. Yeah. You could yeah. have a virtual office in Vancouver and a virtual office in uh, Ottawa or something like that. I think, Peter, it'll be interesting because we're
1: still really in majority of my clients are still working from home like three out of the five days at least. So I've only had now two instances where I've gone um, face-to-face for for a presentation, uh, this summer, I'll have my first in-person coaching and training. All the training sessions have been online so far and virtual. So I think I'll, I'll really just be i will be flexible to the needs uh, of my clients. So, yeah, if, if a need arises and we need to have more in-person support, let's say uh, Vancouver or, or Calgary, then we'll definitely get that you know, set up in a, a proper way to support that.
0: Well, one of the key things that made us successful – is having a virtual assistant, hmm. and yep. uh, that is, you know, she does so much for me. She uh, she did blogging for eight years. She does all our social media. She sets up meetings. She rewrites my bad grammar. <laughs> so it's 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 really really helpful. So that's something you might want to consider in the future is having a person like that, just to ease some of the pressure on you? So I, I do have that. That's,
1: um, so my support team um, is uh, called Vibe High VA. So it's a it's a virtual assistant company. And um, yeah, Mariah uh, Bacus owns that company. And so I work with her and then she had a team of different specialists from exactly what you're talking about. They helped me with administrative uh, support, but then um, they also helped me with different marketing uh, aspects. And even now we have an analytic support through her team, which is excellent. So sure. I, I, full, I fully agree The the virtual assistant and virtual administration uh, is tremendously
0: valuable. So Joe, once, once again, what's the name of that company? A vibe
1: high V A.
0: V I B E. Yep,
1: and then H I G H V A. And that's the website as well. I can.
0: Okay. Vibe. Well oh, yeah. that's that's all I, I wanted to know because some others might be interested in using mm-hmm. that kind of service. Well, look, I'm I'm trying to stick to your schedule. I want to <laughs> thank you very much for. Uh, doing this interview today. And uh, I wish you well, especially with your new partner. And uh, assisted by your young kids, because they move pretty quick in terms of technology. Doesn't matter yes. what their age is. So thank you for your time today, Joe. Thank you, Peter. I, I truly
1: appreciate the time and the opportunity to, to be on your show.